Let's see what's going on in Mansfield this morning. I am delighted to be joined today by the town manager of Mansfield, Ryan Aylesworth, with his monthly update of what's going on in that town. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. How'd your Memorial Day parade go this week? Good morning, Wayne. I hope your, uh, your month of June's off to a good start. Um, <clears throat> we had a very enjoyable Memorial Day uh, celebration. Um, obviously, at its heart, Memorial Day is a pretty somber affair, and, and we certainly paid proper tribute uh, for the occasion, um, and we had a great ceremony um, at uh, Mansfield New Cemetery. Um, but uh, it was just great to see people out and about, and uh, this is you know, my first time being able to do the, the parade and the ceremony in person because last year um, with COVID and everything else, we weren't able to do that. And uh, just the number of civic groups and volunteers and people that turned out, um, it, and it was a great Ended up being a great weather day for it. Um, I think the highlight of the morning, though, was uh, was the the address made by Dr. Curlia Cotton. You know, she really um, kind of brought it home and 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 had a had a really uh, uh, fantastic message for everybody that was in attendance. Um, but uh, it was it was a great way to kind of get the uh, the summer months kick started here. And uh, it's actually been. Uh, a week with multiple ceremonies uh, this past Tuesday. Uh, we also did a flag raising for Pride Month and, and getting Pride Month kick-started here in the, in, uh, during the month of June in Mansfield. So a lot going on right now. Last time we spoke, you were ready to go to town meeting for your budget. Are you beyond all that stuff now and ready for 22-23? We are. Uh, so, yeah, town meeting uh, was on, on May 10th and uh, Mansfield Middle School and the auditorium there. And, uh, you know, we, we provided a comprehensive presentation on everything we're looking to do this year and uh, happy to say that, uh, that uh, there's overwhelming support for the budget, um, nearly unanimous vote in support for, for operating budget and our, our capital plan. Um, you know, as I said, I think on my last visit on your program, um, it's kind of a unique budget in the sense that uh, we are able to take advantage of some elevated uh, state aid that uh, that's coming our way, and with that, we're able to uh, continue to grow our services and and kind of bite off some really ambitious capital projects that we otherwise might not. But because of the additional funding that's that's coming to the state from the state, um, we're also able to do that in a manner that uh, helps reduce the tax rate. So um, kind of kind of the best of both worlds: better better services, building on already exceptional services, but also able to lower the tax rate. Um, but yeah, we are definitely. Uh, you know, moving forward with implementation of, of the budget, and uh, there's no rest for the weary, but, but town meeting was a success. Is there anything the town of Mansfield can do to help out families, mothers who are needing formula? It's become such a big issue, and I realize there's a shortage of it. I'm wondering, is there anything that you can do to help them out? We definitely have a number of, <coughs> excuse me, a number of assistance programs. I mean, formula you know, it's, it's tough because of a sort of a, a national and global supply issue right now, unfortunately. But in terms of families that need help, you know, with their groceries and food assistance and that sort of thing, um, I've mentioned on your program in the past that we, um, we have a number of different avenues, but I would probably want to highlight first and foremost our Helping Hands program. Um, this is a program that's grant funded. Uh, we were able to get a, a small cities grant um, in the amount of $500,000 this past year. Um, and that those funds can be used for child care assistance uh, as well as food assistance. And so I uh, would definitely encourage residents to, to um, call our Human Services Department or go to the town website and, and look up the Helping Hands program 
and find out ways that they can that they can sign on and and get help uh, with food assistance if if they're income eligible for it. Is your American Rescue Plan funding beginning to make an impact in Mansfield? Uh, yeah, we've been making a lot of progress on that front. Uh, as I had mentioned um, in previous conversations, you know, the council was very, very deliberative, has been very deliberative uh, on how to use these funds, uh, recognizing that this really is once-in-a-generation funding that's coming to us from, from the federal government. And so uh, in the case of Mansfield, $7.5 million. And so the council um, is really trying to um, move forward a number of, of initiatives and projects with these with these funds. And so a couple things I might point to. Uh, we recently rolled out a, um, a program specifically geared towards kind of building on the last topic we were just discussing, um, financial assistance to distressed households. Um, we call it uh, our RARE program, Resident Assistance and Relief Program. And um, so th these are funds uh, that can be used to help individuals that have been impacted by the pandemic on a number of fronts, uh, you know, rent and, and people that are behind on their rent, rental arrears and, and utility costs and mortgage payment assistance. And so we definitely want people to know that there are resources available, um, especially if uh, they find themselves in hard times as a result of the pandemic. And also excited to announce, <coughs> uh, also excited to announce that uh, beginning Next week, we're going to be uh, rolling out a brand new program to help local businesses, uh, local business relief fund program, and uh, you know this will be uh, doling out awards uh, again to businesses that have been impacted by that pandemic. Awards uh, we anticipate will range from about twenty-five hundred dollars to ten thousand um, dollars to to help businesses that have been impacted by the pandemic, and, and you know, eligible uses will include payroll costs and. Utilities, other operating expense, expenses, uh, employee protection ex expenditures, um, uh, kind of a long list of, of uses. And so uh, the council's goal, you know, again, as I said on your program, um, is really to, I think, embrace the spirit of the rescue plan, uh, which was to um, generate a po positively stimulate the community and kind of help the, the community come out of the pandemic. And so the council's been very mindful of finding ways to to do that, and, and we're trying to fund a, a wide range of, of programs and initiatives, everything from infrastructure to human services to facility upgrades, uh, such as upgrades to our public library to improve uh, wireless, wireless access. And uh, um, it's, it's, it's a bold list of things we're moving forward with, and it's an exciting time. Time winding down in the school year, change in leadership with your superintendent in Mansfield. What can you share about your time collaborating with Superintendent Kelly Lyman? Kelly, um, Kelly's phenomenal. I don't know how else to put it. You know, she, um, it's going to be big shoes for her, uh, her successor, Peter Dart, um, who's coming on board as our next superintendent. Uh, he's the current principal at Goodwin uh, School. And uh, Kelly, Kelly uh, has enjoyed a remarkable tenure. She uh, is incredibly highly respected uh, by her peers, uh, and, and certainly uh, myself and others that work for the town. Um, you know, over the past 18 months that I've been here, I've worked closely with Kelly on the new school, new elementary school construction project, and, you know, she's been a part of that since the beginning, since the conception of the project, and what a remarkable facility that will be. Um, it'll be, a, I think, just a, a huge part of her legacy, as, as well it should be, um, but she's, uh, she's a progressive leader. You know, she, she has been a very strategic thinker. Um, she came on at a very difficult time for the district, um, and, and she's really 
uh, turn things around. And every every parent I talk to, and I myself am a parent. I'm a, I'm a parent of two kids that are in the in the school system right now. Um, every parent just you know frankly gushes about the, the quality of the education, quality of the schools, and quality of the communication that that, stop, that starts at the uh, the senior administration level. And so Kelly's going to be hugely missed um, for sure. And uh, you know, I look forward to working with with Peter. I also might, since you bring up the topic of um, you know folks that are that are highly regarded and and deeply valued, uh, folks that are departing. I might also mention that uh, on the town side, we're actually uh, uh, saying goodbye to our longtime director of planning and development, uh, Linda Painter. Um, she's been with us for 11 years. And uh, anybody who's, you know, uh, advanced a development project in the town of Mansfield in the last decade will know Linda well. Um, she's going to uh, down to North Carolina. She's going to become the uh, the director of planning and development with the city of Wilmington, um, kind of a big step up for her. Um, but she's uh, also big shoes to fill, and so we're actively in the process right now of recruiting a new director of planning and development and hope to find somebody, you know, kind of at, at Linda's level. Ryan, everyone was shocked at what happened in Uvalde, Texas, but I'm sure parents in particular saw that, and it makes them think a lot more than maybe they were doing a few weeks ago. And I'm wondering what the town of Mansfield has been doing, if anything, to at least evaluate, if not update and improve, school security measures. It's uh, you're, you're right. I mean, as a as a local official, but you know, as a father of three kids, um, I. It's it's haunting. It's uh, it's 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 numbing. Um, it's uh, it's there really are no words for when something like this happens. And I know, you know, speaking for myself and a lot of people right now, you know, when we talk about, you know, our, our thoughts and prayers go out. It gets old saying that, and it's really, frankly, sad that we end up saying it uh, with with the with the frequency that we do. Um, and and so at local level, you know, recognizing that. You know, you never know what community, um, unfortunately, could be could be the, the subject of something like that in the future. We all have to obviously do our <laughs> do our due diligence and, and recognize the times that we live in. And so, um, our, I know our resident troopers' office um, the, the day after the event um, certainly um, had a lot of interaction and FaceTime with uh, all our schools, all our, our elementary schools and our middle school, as well as our regional high school. Um, met with faculty, staff, administrators, students, um, help help with the healing process, but as you say, help make sure that we're all on the same page about, um, from a protocol standpoint, what has to happen. Um, because, you know, we, we all obviously hope beyond hope that we would never experience anything like that, but we need to be ready for it, and, and we need to make sure that uh, we're ready for, for it. Um, from a pr- protocol standpoint, people know what to do, that our facilities are as well-equipped as they can be, to help prevent something like that, and certainly, you know, we've uh, taken measures with the construction of our new elementary school to 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 do that. And again, it's really unfortunate that we have to think about such things and plan for such things. But uh, um, the the event in Uvalde obviously reminds us that uh, we're we're not beyond that, and it's tragic, and and, and it's all the worst things uh, we can all imagine. What's the latest update on the uh, new elementary school? So the building is largely uh, enclosed, which is good. So we've uh, pivoted. Primarily to uh, interior work. I mean, siding and, and, and such is still going up, but at least the, the building is, you know, weather tight, and that can help accelerate um, interior work, whether it's hanging drywall or other interior finishing. Um, definitely uh, a fair amount more work to to go, and uh, some supply chain 
disruptions have created some challenges. Um, but uh, right now we're in the process of sort of finalizing the plan for when the, the new building will open in the fall. Um, as I said, uh, I think the last time I was on the program, uh, we we are not going to be able to open the uh, the first day of school. So Mansfield Elementary School will be operated uh, through uh, the two um, uh, schools that we're planning to, to decommission this year, for at least for the start of the year, Goodwin and Vinton, and then we will move into the new school um, kind of mid-year or while the year's in, in progress. But we're still trying to figure out exactly uh, what that, that opening date will be, and we'll certainly be pushing that message out to the community uh, once we make those final decisions. Right, and the state has proclaimed now that Juneteenth, June 19th, will be an official state holiday in 2023, but Mansfield's already declared it a holiday this year. Tell me about that. What's planned? So so I'm sure most of your listeners know, but just in case anybody is, isn't clear on what Juneteenth is, uh, you know, June, Juneteenth commemorates the date, it was June 19, 1865, when, when enslaved people in Texas learned that slave, slavery was over and that they were free. And, and for a lot of people, they might be surprised to know that that's 1865 because uh, students of history, history will remember that it was in September of 1862 that the President Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, freeing all slaves in, in states still engaged in, in you know, the, uh, the Civil War at that time. And uh, I guess you could say, you know, technically, uh, President Lincoln was, was kind of uh, exceeding his, his authority to do so at the time, um, and it was uh, three years later, and, and the 13th Amendment to the Constitution that officially ended slavery uh, for all persons in the United States. So we celebrate uh, Juneteenth, June 19th, um, and we actually um, started, uh, we'll, we'll be honoring it uh, a year in advance, I guess, of when the, the state will officially be honoring it. They won't, uh, employees won't have uh, uh, Juneteenth off next year, state employees, in, in, until next year. Um, but we felt it was important to to act um, sooner and, and sort of demonstrate our, our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, by doing so. Um, it's, it's a very key date in our nation's history, and uh, we need to recognize that uh, July 4th, Independence Day, isn't, you know, Independence Day for, for all citizens. And uh, Mansfield is uh, going to be celebrating Juneteenth with the unveiling of the Witness Stone. Um, the Witness Stone uh, commemorates the life of Titus. Uh, he was an enslaved person who lived in Mansfield in the late 1700s. Uh, the Witness Stone is going to be placed. It's actually a ceremony that we're organizing uh, June 13th at 5 p.m. at Mansfield Public Library. And this is a project that was initiated by and, and sort of driven by Mansfield Middle School students. I uh, can't say enough um, how proud I am that we have eighth graders in our community that um, have, have, you know, dreamed this up and have moved this forward and uh, just to talk with them and, and kind of go through the process of where the Witness Stone is going to be placed and kind of settling on Mansfield Public Library um, and all the research they did all along. It's just a tremendous tribute uh, to, our, to our public schools. And uh, so, again, that's going to be 5 p.m. on June 13th at the Mansfield Public Library. And you've got a number of activities going on in downtown stores. What's in stores for folks this summer for entertainment? Well, our, our tagline is, uh, you know, Mansfield in motion because we have so much going on at any given time. Um, a few things maybe to, uh, to touch on. Um, we have the, uh, the summer concerts on the square. Uh, that's Thursdays in June and July. That's, uh, that actually kick-started uh, last night. And so we have, uh, that's happening on a weekly basis, 6.30 at, at Betsy Patterson Square. Um, folks can go to mansfieldmusic.org um, to, to see the lineup. Uh, lots of 
lots of different music, kind of a, a diverse array of, of um, musical tastes will be featured, and we hope everybody finds something for them. Uh, also, we have the Johnny Jackman Tour de Mansfield. That's uh, uh, coming up tomorrow, actually. It uh, starts at 7 in the morning, and uh, it's, a, it's a great way, again, to kickstart the summer and in the spirit of, of good health. Um, I had mentioned, um, uh, or I should have mentioned earlier, when, when I talked about the, the pride, um, the flag-raising ceremony, there's also um, on June 10th, Friday, June 10th, a uh, Celebrate Pride event and activities beginning at 7 p.m., uh, also in the square, and uh, that, that'll um, be a fun program with uh, everything from um, a movie starting at dark, uh, Love, Simon, um, but just a lot of presence from our um, LGBTQIA plus organizations and uh, Yukon Dairy Bar and music and, and lots, lots of other fun and activities happening there. Um, just, I, I think it's really important for, uh, for us to emphasize, you know, Mansfield is a wonderful place uh, to spend time outdoors and uh, certainly want people to find the time to do that um, as, as the weather continues to warm up. And to that end, uh, we have the Great American Campout, uh, June 25th and 26th. Um, that's going to be a bicentennial pond. Um, there'll be fires and s'mores and, and an opportunity for uh, families to camp out. So, so those are a couple things we have going on. Uh, the list goes on and on, and uh, we just hope that people will you know, have a great start to their summer and, and come to the downtown and uh, savor some of the local fare at our, our local restaurants. Really good update, Ryan. Now, can you please hose down your Yankees? <laughs> I've been trying to exercise some restraint. Uh, I, I thought you might kind of be just... You know, moping through your days, and I didn't want to, you know, pick any scabs or hit any sore spots. But uh, like since, other months, yeah. Since you opened the door, um, you know, it has been a good start to, to the season for the New York Yankees. I, I can't help but note that it hasn't been quite as a fast and furious start for the Boston Red Sox. Um, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, hey, but it's early. Uh, you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would be saying, you know, hey, it's it's June. It's like the beginning of June, so what are we talking about yet? So we'll see how the season shapes up, but uh, but yes, as, as a fan of the Yankees, I'm pretty pleased with the win and loss column right now. Ryan, always a pleasure talking to you, well, except for that Yankee stuff. Thanks for checking in today. Thanks, Wayne. Anytime. That's Mansfield Town Manager Ryan Aylesworth with his update on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.